You're listening to the Pinball Podcast. Why did the music stop? I don't know. I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Freeze. Let's re- redo. Man, what, one time I like think that I'm not going to screw something up. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I, screw, I screw something up. Okay, let's try that again. You're listening to the Pinball Podcast. And it is so groovy. Just like us, right? <laughs> Darn skippy, Daddy-O. All right, Jessica. It is Sunday, November 11th, 2018. This is episode 165. No, that's not right. hundred. <laughs> 126? <laughs> yeah, 126 <laughs> of the Pinball Podcast. Um, clearly, I'm not right. How are you doing? Uh, happy Nigel Tufnell Day. Yes. And uh, welcome back from the future. <laughs> it was a weird place. Yeah. But apparently we're still recording, so hey. No. <laughs> episode 165 is pretty wild though so i'm glad we don't have to do that tonight because i'm kind of tired right wow how did i miss it by that much cheating i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> oh well. it's gonna be a weird one i'm excited <laughs> okay okay how you been um i've been good i've actually been doing some pinball stuff how about you um kind of and kind of not that's a stupid so answer. Usual? Well, let's just, you know, let's get right into it right off the beginning. Okay, um, I am injured and it's affecting <laughs> pinball. Um, yes. Yeah. So I have bursitis in my left elbow, which is just a thing that just hurts or whatever, okay. except for that it's also infected. So I had like, I don't know, an orange growing out of my elbow. And I can't use it very well. Um, I, I've got most of the flexibility back in it, but it hurts like bad. Uh, the infection's almost gone now, so that's good. But for pretty much this entire week, I haven't been able to do anything. I can't lift stuff. Um, playing pinball just hurts really bad. And I can't nudge where my left elbow's involved. So You could just play sucks. one-handed kind of that's Ooh. not the best way um but <laughs> i have a tournament that i'm hosting this coming saturday so i gotta get better um i won't be but it'll be interesting to see how i play without being able to move the machine around very much right. um it it's not uh the pain that's limiting me it's the fact that i really want this to get better and that could set me back so right Anyway, it's a bit of a bummer, but it's not the worst thing. I mean, if I hadn't gone to the doctor, it would have been really, really bad. So thanks to all of my annoying friends that saw the picture and um, basically freaked out to the point <laughs> where I went to the doctor when I was going to wait. So uh, listen to your friends. They, they got your back. Well, that's nice of them. Yeah, so that's happened i did though rearrange my pinball machines a little bit 
to make the playing space a little bit more comfortable. And luckily I was able to get that done before the elbow issue because I would not be able to move a machine um, at all. Right. So, but uh, other than that, I've been super busy. Um, and I've not been able to play a ton of location pinball just because I haven't been out. But I did play um, at one location I'd never been to before that was in a mall. Uh, it's like a two-level arcade that they just have tons of games. But for pinball, they only had a handful. Um, so I played a Metallica that was leaning to the right so hard that um, shots to Sparky would drain to the right outlane. Okay. It was, mad- it was madness. <laughs> um, so that that I played once and never again. And then I played their Ghostbusters. I chose not to play their Star Wars. And I can't remember what the other game was, but I have to admit, I still like Ghostbusters as messed up as it is. I still like playing it. But mm. Anyway, that's really all I've been into. I know you have been into some stuff. Um, I have been into some stuff. So let's get into your stuff and uh, let's talk about that. Okay, so um, last time we mentioned that I was um, co-hosting a Halloween tournament with um, Nate Stellhorn here in Portland, Satan's Sinful Pinball Tournament of Death. Uh, So we did that, (laughs) and it was crazy. So it was two simultaneous tournaments running like side by side, one on Brackalope and one on Match Place. They were both two strike tournaments. And everyone who played was registered in both tournaments. Okay. So we alternated calling Brackalope matches and Match Play matches. That's madness. It was madness. You, you did madness. You it was dope. real weird. So basically Nate and I both took a tournament. So he took the match play and I took the Brackalope to start and we just alternated our TD. It was interesting for sure. It was a weird fun night. Uh, my friend Jen helped me make a Sea Witch costume, which was great because I've been trying to put that together, but I'm, I can't use a sewing machine because I have not been able to teach myself to use a sewing machine, but um, I had started to make a little felt uh, 45 to stick <laughs> on the costume somewhere, but we ran out of time, so that didn't happen, but um, it almost did. That's okay. So, yeah, so did that whole thing, and then um, oh, and I'm loving all of the, the costume pictures that I saw of pinball costumes from all over the place, so thank you to anyone who dressed up uh, in pinball costume for Halloween, and to everyone who snapped pictures and shared them because that made me really happy. <laughs> I, I saw some good ones. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, very excellent ones. I know Sean in San Francisco snapped a bunch of those, which were yeah, he did. fantastic. Um, let's see, and then I went to Seattle and played in the Shorties annual tournament, which has been running for quite a while. Um, but Shorties is going to be moving locations. So this is the last Shorties annual at their location before they have to move like a couple of blocks away because of development in Seattle, which is sad, but, um, 
I had a really good day. Like I was yeah, not did. expecting to play very well. Um, I had a rocky start to my morning. Um, I was playing on Fathom and I had a machine malfunction where I had locked the ball um, in the right scoop, you know, drop targets pop up. I drop all the drop targets, no multi-ball, like it never releases. Oh. So I go to trap up and when I trap up, the ball goes out the gate the wrong way. Of course it does. So I'm like, well, um, and I was hot on the tails of the person who ended up taking first. So I got second place in that one. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Would you just say that you just came up shorty? Uh, no, I would I, not. I would hope that. You okay. definitely would, apparently. <laughs> no, I was asking if you would say that because I was going to try and judge you hard when you said yes. No, no. Didn't. And now it's just all of us judging you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, so that was it was a frustrating way to start and I don't like to be that that person who's like god, you know, like I could have had this but, and focus on that, but it was just it was a frustrating doubly frustrating thing to have happen because it's like malfunction and then irritating thing to happen in a game. So, um I was like, okay, I just need to like get beyond that and just keep playing. So, I played <laughs> the next five rounds so it was eight rounds of match play so that was round one the next five rounds i got first place every round so that's a good run i was qualified in first place all day <laughs> until we hit round seven <laughs> but i kept mm -hmm. telling everyone i was like please don't tell me where i am in this day like i never look at standings i don't I try not to pay attention to what other people are doing um so my friend Rob, who came down um, from Vancouver, he actually ended up like we were standing outside. He's like, hey, first place. I'm like, it's like <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then someone else like quickly followed by mentioning it. And I was like, OK, well, I know where I am. And as soon as I hear that, it's, it gets in my head really badly. Or it was also the fact that I didn't eat or drink anything all day. I was in a bad place. Um, my friend Warfield actually brought me a coffee, uh, an iced coffee, which I was so thankful for. And then I had it sitting on a table when I went to go play my turn and I came back and it was gone. Uh -oh. So, yeah. So it was like a really wonderful thing. And then immediate, like, I don't know if the bartender cleared it because it was not from there or if somebody picked it up and walked away with it. But anyway, um, yeah, round seven, I was playing on Safecracker with an amazingly talented group of people who all kicked my ass. So I got last place and then I ended up taking third place in the last game of the day. So I went into qualifying, um, tied for fifth qualifying position. And then it was a single elimination finals, best two of three. Um, and I played my friend Richie on Fathom and uh, he got one game, I got one game, and then he got the last game. So I was knocked out straight away. But um, I had a, a great time at that tournament and my yeah. qualifying run during the day was fantastic. So I felt good about it on the whole. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty nice. They did a great job. Um you know, getting everything together and keeping it running. They were really struggling. They wanted to get eight rounds in and they did it. So that was really fun. Um, and then I accidentally played a tournament 
uh, <laughs> yesterday. Accidental tournaments. <laughs> well, um, my friend Neil came to visit from Seattle and wanted to go down to Blair Alley in Eugene because he'd never been. So we went down and we're just playing games and I run into a bunch of people who I used to see when I was down there all the time. And one of them was like, are you playing in the tournament today? And I was like, tournament (laughs) i didn't know that was the thing that was happening so um so we agreed and played the tournament and i was not really in a you know i haven't been playing a ton of them so to to go in cold i was just like i just want to play for fun um and wasn't 100 percent feeling the competitive streak (laughs) yesterday so uh, yeah which it was fine. Um, Neil ended up doing really well. He got fifth in that one. So um, it was fun. I mean, the lineup at Blair Alley is amazing. Um, and I was actually down there earlier in the week because I'm going on a pinball adventure. Where? <gasps> okay. So um, two of my Brisbane mafia mates were looking mm. for pinball machines and I just so happened to be able to help both of them find a machine they were looking for. So uh, my friend Grant was looking for a nine ball and my friend Ant was looking for a Harlem Globetrotters. And um, there is a very uh, nice rad gentleman down in Eugene, Roger, who had both of them. So went, my friend Jen and I took her van down, picked up the games um hung out at Blair Alley, played some pinball, had a really nice time. And we are leaving on Friday morning and we are driving these games down to Los Angeles. <laughs> and that's where they're gonna get shipped out of. So uh I am on my way with becoming a pinball exporter. I don't know. <laughs> or import at anyway i'm helping my friends in australia because finding like early solid state games over there is really oh, right. tough they have tons of new games right um so we're just kind of you know i'm really happy to help them because that means i get to play them when i go over there and it's also kind of distributing the pinball love around and <laughs> evening things out a little bit so um yeah it's been a lot of coordination and a lot of road trip planning. So um, we have like four days of driving that we're doing. And once we drop the machines off at the shipping depot, we're going to celebrate by going to Disneyland. (laughs) That sounds, that sounds fun. Um, If you want to get lost on your way and accidentally leave the nine ball here, I would be okay with that. But, but otherwise I would wish you, a safe travel and Thanks. a fun trip. That sounds like a blast. Thanks. It's going to be great. Uh, Jen and I travel well together and she's just an overall rad lady. So um, I'm looking forward to While this seems convoluted and complicated and like we could have done it other ways. Uh, once the idea was kind of in both of our heads that we could do a road trip together like this, we're just like, well, okay, well we're going. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be super fun. I'm stoked for it. Yeah. yeah. I am officially jealous, so good job <laughs> making me feel that way. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well, so that's yeah. all the stuff I've been doing and then getting ready for prom because prom is November 30th, Pinwell Prom. 
at Seabar for Trans Lifelines. So um, getting stuff all in order. We have some amazing donations and the trophies are ridiculous. I'll uh, get some pictures online of those once we put it out into the world. But <laughs> that's man. certainly the best kind. My friend Dave uh, made them and they are just stunning. So I am jealous of anyone who wins any of those. Wow. I won't yeah. want to see them. Come to prom. Okay. I don't have a date. <laughs> bring, bring evil with you. I don't either. We can split flip together. You can bring evil. You can play my nine ball. It'll be great. What was the date on it? I, I knew it. November I, 30th. That's right. I will say there is a um two percent chance i would actually go higher than that i was gonna say i would say there is a reasonable chance i might be able to do that so i'll figure it out what all right i'm into it and then uh it'd be a good time sweet anything else i'm gonna cough no that's oh no 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 um did you hear that or did that mute button work the mute button worked yes Look at that. I'm recording on an old headset. And if it sounds better than my expensive blue microphone, I'm going to be kind of mad about that. But I do love the mute button. So. <laughs> mm. um, I think it sounds good for my end. So hopefully it sounds good for everyone else. I hope so. Yeah. Well, um, I guess we have a little bit of general pinball talk before we get into our topic. Um, I, for some reason, I felt like there was something else pinball related I did, but I, if I can't remember it, it couldn't have been that big of a deal, right? Right. Did I, did I mention the last that I went to a pinball tournament recently down? I didn't talk about that. Okay. So we had a, <laughs> we had our monthly uh, tournament for the league and, um, it was at one of our league members' homes, and he's got an awesome collection. I started out super strong, but then my eye issue really started biting me in the butt to where just looking at the machine was hurting, and I could only see about half of the play field at a time, and everything else was black, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I, Like I said, I started out really, really strong, and we are playing Swiss style, so um, once the eye issues kicked in, um, I just slid downhill from there and then I didn't have a chance to kind of knock down the people who had started passing me up at that point because I couldn't get matched mm-hmm. up with them again. But right. uh, it was fun. It was a good tournament. Uh, everybody seemed to have a good time with it. And, uh, you know, it was nice because it was the first uh, pinball tournament I'd been to in a long time. It's just not been the best year for that. Uh, health reasons, having a new baby, just circumstances and timing not lining up right vacations on top of tournaments just things like that and so i hadn't been out and it was really cool seeing everybody that i'm used to seeing normally but i haven't and just kind of fun uh getting some competition in i I didn't finish super far down so that was good but missed the finals which was weird i can't remember the last time i went to a tournament didn't make finals so uh that's okay though like i had a good, good time with it that's um, a very humble braggy of you. No, I just, it's just had been, it'd been a while. It's time to break the streak. So time to start a new streak. Um, I'm hosting this next one. So I, I bet I better 
make it. Um, <laughs> but because of uh, your experience at the lake, yes. we're going to do the target match play format. So nice. Yeah, I first, really love that format. It's the first time for us in our league doing that. So we're, we're all kind of excited to see how it's going to work out. And then I'm trying to see if there's any side tournaments that we can put in as well. Um, especially as the people who fill up um, the finals, maybe we can put them on some sort of like best game on something else. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited to do the, the format. I think it's going to work out. So. Sweet. Speaking of uh, pinball at the lake, uh, congratulations to Carl D'Angelo and Jim Belsito, both finished in the top four of uh, Free Play Florida this weekend. Yeah, that's some work. That had a pretty strong field of players, too. So no joke. Yes, it did. But it's nice to see them battling it out today. Yeah, I keep trying to think the next time I can make it to a major tournament. I don't know that i'm gonna be able to get to one until texas pinball festival so i won't have a chance to get my butt kicked by those guys for some time i guess but <laughs> that's okay yeah i'm very very sad that um it's not looking like i'm gonna be anywhere near having a chance to make it into city champ this year so no i yeah. i still don't think unless i like crush this one at my house and then next month's charity event i don't know that i'm gonna make the scs so oh well mm. it's okay it is okay it, it, the scs isn't everything it's just something right so yeah i'm not bummed out about it i just i would like to make it but my pinball happiness doesn't hinge on that so some people it does yeah. though like they're crushed if they don't make that and i don't know it's okay though um, I, I mean there was a time where that was a goal of mine sure. was to to make that but that had you know it's not the case anymore actually i had a message from someone saying like you know your position for you know in women's not women's tournaments just women overall ranking um i'm like sitting at the you know, like if if the women's world championships were held today, I'm qualified to go play in them. And I just stopped being super interested in that kind of stuff a little while ago now because the, the super competitive thing is not as fun for me. Um, but it's nice that other people get excited for me about <laughs> that kind of thing. So that was a nice message to get. Yeah. I, just a different mindset yeah it's kind of nice because they would like to see you there and we're excited to see that currently you would be so yeah yeah so um yeah i think that's it for the what i've been doing what you've been doing want to want to talk about our thing Ooh, let's talk about our thing not yet no <laughs> what yeah why, why would you do that to me i'm, I'm just messing with you. yeah let's talk about it so we threw out last show that we were going to be talking about additions to the game room that are not um, actual like machines. So things that you would have in there that make the overall experience better for yourself, visitors, um, whether you're just kind of playing day to day or events, whatever it might be. And we got some emails with some suggestions. We've got some of our own thoughts. So why don't we start with one of the things you want 
to talk about. And then I'll throw in a listener one and we'll just start going through stuff until we run out of things to throw out there. Okay. So I made a list of things. Some of them are things that I have seen okay. that people have. Um, one of them, my friend sent to me, um, after she listened to the last episode. And then some of them are just like general things that I would like to see. Okay. And I'm going to take off the ones that I had on my list that were also submitted to us because I think that you should just read their submissions instead of me talking about them. <laughs> However you want to you present You know who them. I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so my very first thing that, yes, I'm going to lead with this because it's amazing, which has absolutely nothing to do with pinball or necessarily games, but it's one of the best things I have seen in a game room is a pistachio bowl full of pistachios right so it's full of pistachios on the top <laughs> it has it's like a little floating bowl above a lower bowl which is where you drop your shells okay and right and why so, is it pistachios specifically <laughs> that you're excited about i, I need to know the full okay well there. so this is this is at um my friends Brit and Buzz at their house, they had this bowl that they got from like one of their kids was had like a little catalog to sell things to raise money for. I don't know what they were raising money for, but they got this pistachio bowl. So, you know, you have people come over to play games and there are snacks because you're a good host. Okay. And pistachios are delicious. But then where do you put those pesky shells? All over the floor. Wait, no. Right, or you're like looking for a garbage or you can only eat one of them at a time. Like, how does that... It doesn't work very well. You don't eat the shells? You know, I thought you were going to take this seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. It's it's a simple thing. I know. But it's so good. (laughs) I am seeing the importance of it here, so it's cool. Right, it's really upping your snack game. I know. And pistachios are like a classy nut, right? (laughs) i've been called worse (laughs) i actually like that um so elevate your snacking don't just have the uh bag of open doritos sitting in the corner got it right let's also not snack on things that are going to get orange stuff on your fingers and then you put them on the games or that have people licking their fingers (laughs) right before they touch the buttons yeah gross yeah so no cheetos uh, and and keep those pistachios just to salted. So, get yourself a pistachio bowl. I like it. Okay. Okay. Um. So one of the uh, listener submissions. This comes from Joe Zankus, and I actually need to do this because every time I host an event, people tend to get confused of where to put their pistachio shells. Um, and he said. <laughs> Like an arcade trash bin. And, the, and it's kind of like the restaurant style, you know, the little swinging door um, mm-hmm. style one. So it's very obvious where the trash goes. Uh, generally, when I host, we do throw the snacks out. I'll order pizza. People bring drinks. I have drinks here. Um, but I don't have any sort of trash can. So I just do the thing where you tie a bag to the corner of a table or something like that. And right. since nobody notices it, you just end up with cans all over the place or bottles all over the place or whatever it might be. So not only would that help to contain all that, it also just kind of looks arcadey having, you know, big stand up 
trash can there. So actually sounds super logical, but I don't have one. And now I realize I need one. So, <laughs> thanks, Joe. Sweet. Okay. Next one on my list. My friend Lisa sent me some pictures and I really love this. Um, in her game room, she has a hook that she uses for dual purpose hook. Um, she hangs a punching bag on it. Okay. So if someone's having a particularly bad drain or game, instead of them hitting the glass, you are encouraged to hit the punching bag. That is awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so good um and then she changes it out um at night for more casual type events to a disco ball okay and that is also don't awesome. punch the disco ball no that's discouraged um <laughs> uh, yeah but it was pretty fantastic so she sent me like the tournament look and then the fun times look of both of the the different things hung up there so that was really cool i like that um she made that a flexible item that she can hang there yeah man i really like the idea of a anger release object <laughs> right yes man, yeah i was very smart i now have ideas so very good okay all right. Um, my next one is one of the things that I have that's also like the trash can. Sounds super, of course, but it's surprisingly not present in a lot of the places I've been to. And it's just a table. Have a table. Um, can just be like a folding table. You don't have to leave it up all the time, but put it up when people are there. Uh, it's a great place to set crap down. And if you need to write anything down, give it a surface. Uh, we like setting a laptop up on it so people can follow the scores easily. Just walk over and scroll through and see how things are going. But uh, just a plain old table. It can be round. It can be rectangular. It can be square. It's up to you, really. Just put a table up, man. So Do it. Yay. <laughs> and you, you, could, you could slap the table if you wanted to. So you can anger release on that. As long as you're not going to tip over a drink when you do so. I was going to say, that's, that sounds like a recipe for spillage. Well, we don't want spillage. We do not. What you got? Okay. Um, so I had mentioned to my friend Dave, who's great with woodworking and um, restoring different things. And he, he finds furniture or finds um, different items that he uses in his woodworking. So I was like, if you ever happen to see some of those old like movie theater folding chair type things because while i'm working to make my garage like a pinball space it's very narrow mm -hmm. so if i was going to have seating there it would need to be something that i could fold up or like move out of the way um, but i can mount to the wall if i got those theater seats and there would be room um so he sent me a picture and he's actually working on my theater seats for my game room okay i really like that Right. Because those are not only like smart as far as how the functionality is kept, they're super comfy. Yeah, these I'm gonna need to add some kind of padding to because they're just like wooden ones. But um I'm also looking at putting some logos onto whatever material I end up um using for those. So I can have, you know, a Bells logo and a CFF logo and that kind of thing. So it makes it more personalized yeah. also. That's cool. Yeah. 
Seating is super underrated at pinball events. <laughs> right? Yes, for real. Okay. Um, my next one is um, fun, non-playable, like, decoration type things. And this could be super... I mean, you can have stuff that is pinball related or it's just neat to add to the atmosphere. Like some of the things I've got, I've got a giant Spider-Man on my wall, um, a Donkey Kong thing that's all wood carved, but it looks like the first level of the Donkey Kong arcade game. Um, At the tournament I went to, he had a giant Mario statue that was kind of cool. But uh, a lot of times I think we're hesitant to put that stuff up because we're adults living in a home. But it it is just kind of there's something cool and you see something unique like that in someone's game area. And I get that we're trying to save every free inch for trying to shove another machine in. But sometimes those things are what make that particular room memorable. You remember that or uh, it just kind of I don't know, it, it creates a different mood and atmosphere to it. That's a lot of fun. And sometimes when you're having a bad game of pinball and you want to freak out you turn around and you see a big smiling four foot tall mario there kind of just disarms you a little bit so (laughs) there we go nice um my the next one on my list was uh neon like game room neon so kind of along the lines of your Mm non-playable type things um but getting some interesting you know that we all we've all seen the play pinball here kind of thing but um you know like some some more custom interesting pieces that i've seen that people have um i think are are really cool and add to the lighting um ambient lighting of a game room as long as it's not going to uh reflect in an unfortunate way on the play field right (laughs) um but i think that it's it's definitely something thematically that kind of ties in like with the look and feel of the games it's all lights under glass situations so uh i don't know i think it looks really cool yeah i actually really like ambient light as well like non-direct light on the glass is actually really helpful um because i prefer playing with overhead lights out i know it's harder um pinball is a little bit easier if you have overhead lighting on but I prefer indirect lighting for a million reasons. Um, so a lot of times people will do like uh, kind of some strips of lights that go behind their machines. So it gives the machines like a glow from behind. And whether you want to go crazy with colors or just have a kind of a white light, that's fine, whatever. But it's so much better than having the overhead lights reflecting off the glass. So And neon's awesome. I think, yeah, neon sign just looks super cool. Makes all your pictures look really neat too when you take pictures of the event yeah okay um what you got what 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 have i got um me not much but this one actually goes along with your snacking elevated one i have a popcorn machine like movie theater style popcorn and that's pretty popular events not only does the smell of fresh popped popcorn totally improve over the smell of uh 20 people into a basement um (laughs) it it hides that funk but uh it's also a nice easy snack plus it looks cool um smells good looks cool popcorn machines are awesome 
Okay, let's continue in a snack realm. I'm going to like throw a couple things out okay, here. Rapid fire it. Okay. Um, slushy machine. Ooh. So Tom, my friend Todd has a, a Canadian Slurpee machine, a very specific one. Um, so it doesn't have as much air. So you don't get that, like, you know, where you drink all the syrup and you're just left with all that icy, foamy sure. nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So he has one of those, um, which is excellent. And then you can kind of have a like mix your own adult Slurpee situation happening with that. But it's also if you are going to have people who don't drink, you have something interesting there for them to enjoy um, in terms of, of beverages. Um, also, just like maybe a cool looking little bar area or something um, to include in that as well. Um, and I'm really loosely going to tie this in when I said snack to like a food thing, because my friend Grant sent me a photo of his pristine diner pinball machine in his little dining area. So it's his diner diner and he has like the fifties style vinyl booth uh -huh. and tabletop and like the whole, the whole thing and has like a car hop speaker sitting next to it. So it's all completely in theme of the game. So it's like a little dining room like diner. Yeah. One of the guys in our leagues has that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fantastic looking. It's a great place to wait out your turn, your next turn too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm jealous of those that have those. I don't have the space. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Um. So... This next one actually is another uh, user submission, and we're going we're gonna get geeky. You ready for that? Ooh, always. I know. So this one was sent in by Justin, and he talked about how he uses iScored, and I, I've seen people talking about this, but I've never looked deep into it. But it's basically setting you can set up high scores uh, scoreboards. Boy, me explaining this to people who probably already know all about it um, is going to come across really <laughs> cool. But essentially, you can set up high scores for anything in your game room, not just the pinball machines. You can do it for arcade machines or even board games if there's a way to track scores. I don't know. But um, what Justin has done is set up a couple of monitors in the corners of the game room and then is running it off a single Raspberry Pi with just a splitter to be able to get the image on both monitors and um people when they visit can go and see their personal high scores as well as kind of the overall high scores and what he says is that um even like the non-pinball types um who are repeat guests they the first thing they do is they run in and they check to see if anybody has beat their high score and if so they want to get after it so um that's really cool especially if you get some of the same people coming back to your events um, and it's mixed with new people. The new people can try and take down the people they know. But uh, yeah, some sort of high score tracking is pretty cool. What I've always had is a wet erase um, marker board. It's black and then I've used neon markers. And what I just did on that is I used to just change the highest score and put the person's name there. But I stopped updating that. Um, another one of Joe's suggestions that's kind of similar to that is he said a high scoreboard that uses kind of the, the old fashioned, 
um, where you, you push in the letters and the numbers. I don't know what you call that. Okay. Yes. I want one of those and I couldn't figure out what it was called because, uh, my friend Pete back in New York, he has one and I love it. Like it looks like the old office building directory yes. board. Yes. Um, so I need to figure out what that's called because I really want So he one. sent a picture of one and what it actually is, the picture that he sent is the old, um, menus that, that used to sit up in like a diner where they push the little letters and stuff in. And that's even cooler because it's got like a big Pepsi logo in the middle or whatever, but <laughs> that would be fun. Um, I'm sure they have magnet versions of that now, but I would like the old ones that's got the little slots. So same. anyway, high score boards are cool. And I have friends who they don't come over that often, like maybe once or twice a year, but the, they do go back and check that board to see if it's still there. They don't know I'm not updating it. So I think they still have the Miss Pac-Man high score. They don't, but um <laughs> It's fun. Uh, pe people like that kind of stuff. So, Sweet. Um, okay. And then I started putting like dream game room type things that I have seen people have these things and some of them I've actually gotten to see firsthand. But um, things like a secret door, you know, like a door that opens into your arcade that's like hidden. I really like hidden passageways and secret doors and I would like a house full of them <laughs> at some point, maybe ever. But, um, there was a video that was going around and I don't know the gentleman whose game room it was, but I was so jealous because it was a secret door situation, um, uh, getting into the game room. And then, um, the silver ball country club, of course, which had a swirly slide in it. <laughs> um, one of those, uh foot massage foot slash leg massage machine oh, yeah. things that you stand on yeah those are real good <laughs> <laughs> i that's a a wonderful addition to a game room like seating is very important it's important to uh taking care of your feet while you're standing for so long so those kinds of things are are really cool um yeah just like different weird stuff like the weirder the better for me personally, I'm not going to speak for you on that one. No, it's like I said, it's nice to have something unique and different um, than every other place you go to. Plus, it really kind of helps uh, make the private locations a little bit more special because you can find the same yeah. games on location, but you probably can't find a foot massager on any location, right? Right, exactly. Uh, my first one that I saw was the Pinball Hall of Fame, and then my second one was the Pinball Country Club. So I've only uh, seen slash used two yeah. of those. Um, okay, so another thing that I do have is I've got a bunch of just like uh, computer speakers. They're, you know, you can get them pretty cheap. And um, I've put my game rooms split into two rooms, though. So you wouldn't need to get two different sets but um i have a couple of those just you just buy them out of the box computer speakers they come with like a mini sub and two two speakers and then i went and got um the google music um chromecast music things they just plug in like a through the like three and a half millimeter input and then you can stream music to them and they sync together at the same time so the last event i had i made everybody listen to random 80s music for the time they were here but 
is fun. So music, um, is not long as it's not making people have to talk loudly or they can't hear the game, but just some like ambient music in the background. It's kind of fun too. Cause we used to get that in the arcade back in the day. So. Right. Anyway. Ouch. Um, ouch. <laughs> Did you what hear you that? Don't, don't, please don't injure yourself on, on the podcast. That would be a whole new type of That'd be a first. <laughs> but i'm okay okay i'm glad um i think that my last one is also on your i know my last one is also on your list um and that would be the game room of one dr john Cosson. yep <laughs> yes do you want to read what he said uh sure because it is it's awesome so he he it sent a couple awesome. of things one he has um a connect sculpture that you know has neat visual movement to it but the one that i want to focus on is that he has a switch to turn on all of his games that is like awesome it's it's a it's a bust of shakespeare looks like a bronze bust and you push up on his chin to tilt the head back and then it's got like an old-timey he he describes it as like a batman style switch with like a red does that light turn red on that thing when they're on do you know oh I it looks don't, like it has a big bulb i don't remember if it turns red but i have used that before where you lift the head and then push the button and it turns on and starts his perpetual motion machine it's so cool but you <laughs> which is also another amazing but you thing. could also have that running to um like your power strips to turn on your games or whatever i i used to have uh, remote switches for my games so I didn't ever turn them on at the machine. Um, I pressed a button and my whole game room would come on. But if you took that little Shakespeare head and wired it to your games, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. He also has a remote to turn on different sets of the banks of his games. So, you know, you can turn on one half of the room or the other half or, or both of them. like just divides them up. Um which is awesome. Oh, and air conditioning, please. And like, he has a great air conditioner in there. If it's hot where you're playing your games, you do not want to add like body heat into an environment that's already hot uh, because pinball tends to get sweaty and gross. So keep it nice and cool. I agree. Um, I have the, I'm lucky enough that uh, I have a walkout basement and it's easy just to kind of open that door and things cool down pretty quickly. But, oh man, I've been in some hot game rooms and I would have said sacrifice one of these machines and put some sort of air conditioning in for sure. But, <laughs> um, I'm out of stuff. Do you have anything left? No, that was... Dr. John was the last one on my list. That's uh, a good one, I think, to end on. He's got an amazing uh, setup He might there. be last on this list, but he's first in our hearts, right? Right. right. Yes. We love you, Dr. Such a John. rascal. And Emily. Hi, Hi Emily. Emily. He can't beat her anymore, can he? <laughs> I can't beat her anymore. <laughs> She's so I good. I could. So. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, she's so, so talented. Exactly. Let's talk about more people who are better than us at things, should we? 
No, that was a fun topic. Uh, that was actually suggested by Joe. So thanks, Joe. Um, and then Joe. I've been getting some other suggestions, but uh, we'll talk later what we want to talk about. But we'll leave next show open for now for what we want to do. So it'll be a surprise when we get to it. Um, ah. Not a ton of stuff has happened by way of news, but there's probably a thing or two worth mentioning. Um, I don't want to deep dive on any of this stuff because most of it has happened uh, long enough ago that everybody else has kind of sorted out all the details. But um, the Beatles was officially showed off and officially unofficially priced. I don't know what the pricing model is on this. It's really weird to me. Um, But I don't know. Did you have any reactions to the whole thing, positive or negative or... Um, do you just like me find it all to be kind of goofy? It's all kind of goofy. Why do you want to slow down Sea Witch? Um, yeah, I'm just not going to say anything else about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so my whole thing is at least they're not asking us to do some sort of submission video to prove that we deserve an opportunity to maybe buy it and then later say whoever wants can buy it. Um, so as far as process goes, at least it's just to call your distributor and get one. Who knows what you're going to be paying for one? Because it seems that the distributors just kind of get to make this up on the fly. Like if they feel like you're a sucker, they can really take you. I think. I don't know. It's so strange that there's no actual pricing. Um, so, yeah. And and the distributors, from what I understand, they're... Um, allocations of games for the different models were based on how many they bought of the base model so if they buy more of the base model they got more of the upper models i don't really understand or know but uh sure uh as far as the game itself it's you know like you mentioned it's sea witch that's gonna possibly have some slowing down with that magnet and the other magnet at the top um (laughs) <laughs> people can decide if they like like it or not based on the art or all that. I'm not a super big fan of how it looks, but it has some nice elements to it. And I, I want to play it. I just don't have any interest in purchasing it um, at whatever the unknown pricing is. So, yeah. But there will be a market for it. And this is one of those things that's just I'm going to chalk it up to being not for me. So. Right. See which forever. See which forever. Kapow for never. Right. <laughs> I don't well. like the Kapow pinball thing. I'll just say that right out. I just, it's, it feels like it's just bad. So whatever. I mean, I I will say you know with the new um, Batman sixty six code updates that the game actually got really fun. So you know I'm not gonna one hundred percent discount what kapow is doing but um it's definitely it seems like it's not necessarily for the masses oh um in terms of the pricing structure i'll give stern credit for making that into a good game or playable game um but i'm talking just about the business models of what kapow is doing like screw that Mm. i have no interest and I hope they do not get any more desirable themes. I would rather just go straight stern pinball because 
boy, it would be nice if the Beatles was just a regular release and not silly. And Batman 66 as a regular release probably could have been a whole lot more popular and well-received. But um, I swear if Kapow locks down like some dream theme, I'm just going to... I'm going to be grumpy. That's what I'm going to be. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to say any more about that unless you have anything more to say about Beatles, but I hope to play yep. one. I'll say that. Um, the other thing, and this is something I think we probably could hammer on for a while, but I think we probably quickly can make our thoughts made known on it. And that was the whole, oh, whatever people want to call it, whether they want to call it a freak out or if they want to call it just the right thing being done. It's based on perspective, but American Pinball released the art for Oktoberfest and we had the whole monkey grabbing, groping the women on the back glass. And um, there was pushback against that and American Pinball decided to do the right thing and say, hey, we're removing the monkey off the back glass. They apologized for it. They explained that, you know, they didn't mean to offend, that they understood it was offensive. So they're taking the steps to correct it. Um, my thought on that, and we discussed this a lot, Jessica, uh, is that when we saw it, it was just like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, thankfully, yes, they reversed it. It shouldn't have ever happened in the first place. But the reaction to their decision to pull it down was one of the more frustrating things I've seen in the hobby in a long time. And that's saying a lot because there's been, you know, some bummer moments as of late in the hobby. But the anger and the people who feel like they lost something by having that removed from the art just confuses me. I mean, it's it's a, it's just disheartening that there, there was such a vocal amount, vocal amount? A high amount of vocal people who were legitimately angry that um, American Pinball did the right thing here. So I don't know if you had any thoughts or anything on it, but um, I, I do have to say I was pretty disappointed in that reaction. Oh, I had a lot of thoughts on it, but I think a lot of this has been covered. It was, you know, it was nice to see that American reacted straight away. They did not do what Stern did with Wonelli and delete comments and block people. That's not what happened. They fully faced up to it. They let people voice their opinions. Um, I wish that the language that they had used in their apology was stronger instead of saying may have been offensive to some people own up to the fact that it's offensive just you know make your language strong choose your words thoughtfully um so other than that like it was great that they did say we are going to do this we you know we've heard you um but the the sheer number of comments that followed where there was just this pure hatred just i you know these people are out there in our hobby and there are a lot of people who say they don't understand why we need women's tournaments or why we need women's leagues and it's like you know there are people who say they've never faced any kind of sexism or discrimination or inappropriate conduct when they're out playing pinball and i am so happy for that that there are people who have not had mm -hmm. to face that but just take a look at some of these people who were posting and you'll know that there are people out there who have to deal with these humans in person 
And that's awful. And I just, I was completely shocked and taken aback by um, some of the people who were there, but I was really kind of lifted by the number of people who responded back to that and who were being amazing allies. So um, thank you so much to all of the women and all of the men who came out from all over and actually responded back to these people, because a lot of the times you have people who are, you know, spewing this hate and these awful thoughts and they kind of echo back to each other and validate each other. And it's only with people actually speaking up, um, you know, supporting the people who are feeling minimalized or harassed that anything's actually going to change. So we need to be louder than they're going to be. Um, and there's been some great conversation. There was a good, um, you know, kind of round table podcast discussion on it. There's been some great Facebook posts. I actually deleted <laughs> Facebook for uh, my own sanity off of my phone. There's only so deep down that rabbit hole you can get. I know some people, it was um, really, really tough for them to read the comments and me as well. But like I said, to, to have the, the ability to go in and engage in conversation with people who are making things challenging for people in our community, that's, um, you know, an amazing step to take forward for us in this hobby. Um, because you're always going to have some of those, those voices that are out there and they can be loud and obnoxious. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's, uh, I'm glad that things are, are changing. It's sad that it happened in the first place because this is 2018. Um, and that seemed like a real backward step for them to to put that out there into the world. Um, and I, I heard, I don't know if it's true, someone mentioned, oh, they're going to make uh, the the original backlash available for people to purchase. And I was like, well, that's kind of right. defeating the purpose of you saying that you're not going to have it. So I, I hope that that was uh, not actually true, what I heard. But, um, you know, I hope that they continue to have a strong stance on this i'm i'm glad that they're making the right decision here and i'm glad that people are actually paying attention to uh what's going on and hopefully this will continue to make our community stronger and better i agree um i think one of the best comments i saw about the whole thing that kind of sums up why it, it can look like such a little deal being blown up to be a big deal um is the that said Someone said, yeah, it may be a little thing, but when women have to deal with 500 little things and you have to deal with one little thing, then those little things, each one of them matters a whole lot more. And I I just think people forget how much, um, you know, the minority in any hobby has to put up with um, to, to gain, you know, equal representation and equal respect within that hobby and as much as we can chip away from all of those little things and, and some of those little things are are not actually little they're just painted as little things but as much as we can chip away at those and eliminate them just the better it is for the hobby as a whole and it might feel weird it might feel uncomfortable if it's changing what you view as normal but just come along for the ride it will be better in the long run trust those who who know trust those who've been able to see how it actually improves things and, and we'll get there so 
it's all I really have on it, but um, it's, it was just a weird few days. I thought, I, why is this happening? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not it's not just a few days. It's yeah. forever, <laughs> never like it's it's always going on. It's just it bubbles up really reared yeah. its head. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well, uh, I I don't have as much as far as other things going on. I don't know if there were any bits of news or anything that came through that you wanted to mention, but um, there wasn't a whole lot more happening right now. We're kind of in that weird period after Expo, um, before like the next wave of game announcements. So there's not a ton of stuff happening. But. Um, I, I will say two new, new ish. Well, maybe new to me pinball things that I've discovered. Um, both of them were Instagram kind of, well, maybe not discovery. So a friend of mine has a new Instagram account, which is pinball memes. And I know there was already one that was like pinball meme, but this is pinball memes. Um, this is a buddy of mine and there are some good ones in there. So if anyone's, uh, on the pinball Instagram following train and you have not stumbled across that one yet, um, give it a, give it a look. The one, the last one they posted um, gave me giggles. The, with the, <laughs> um, Star Trek. Uh, was that the last one they posted or was that just the last one I saw? Uh, uh, I, I did see that one as well. I, I didn't check to see, uh, you know, which, which was the most recent. Okay. But, it is the most yeah. recent, but, um, um, okay. Because memes are an entirely visual, uh, thing, I'm going to describe it. So it can lessen the impact <laughs> for when okay. I actually look at it. But, but like you said, it's just, it's just pin, pinball memes with an S at the end. Um, but it's got, uh, boy, I don't know my Star Trek names. Is, what's the, I, I know Captain Picard, it, Riker, and Riker, Picard and, and Riker. their label is my friend and my other friend. And then is it Q? Q, Q. is dressed up <laughs> in, uh, I don't know, like, like mariachi clothing stereotypical mariachi yeah mariachi clothing blowing a trumpet and he's labeled as me describing in great detail about how i won a tournament match against an expert player and also end up gcing the game and both Riker and picard just look super unamused and almost mad that he's <laughs> telling him that um but it's really good uh so now that you got that awful description of the meme you got to go see what it is and why it's actually funny so that's called a tease. Okay, and my fa- my my favorite one is uh, a group of like 20, 30 people sitting in like what looks like a war room, and they all have yeah. computers and projectors and papers strewn about, uh, and it just says you and the squad trying to learn rule yeah. set for the hobby. I I like that one because that's pretty accurate. Can we just have a segment of the podcast now where we describe memes? Yeah, they don't even have to be pinball related. Just Oh, Don's going to be so mad. <laughs> this is how we get him to come back. He ought to run a podcast that's just called Meme Judge, and he just judges the dank- the dankness level of each meme. So. Oh my gosh. Um, um, the other really great thing that I discovered, which was through my friend, Sean, um, in San Francisco, he posted a shot of this cool pinball t-shirt from loose flip. So loose 
flip on um, mm-hmm. Instagram has some pretty rad pinball shirts. So his new design is Surfin Franken Flip. So it's Frankenstein surfing while playing pinball. <laughs> or sorry, Frankenstein's monster surfing playing pinball. Good catch. I was um, going to get real mad. Right. I would have gotten mad at myself. Um, and got some other rad pinball designs there's a tiki design that i may (laughs) have ordered for myself um and then a dolphin pinball that says save the flipper which i may have also ordered for myself so um amazing designs there's a a wizard design there's a uh enter the flip which is like a bruce lee dragon pinball design they're really rad shirts so um highly recommend checking him out and um ordering some of his stuff he's in germany um but he does ship and it's loose flip so loose flip there super nice guy um So I actually wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do this. I I don't like self-promotion, but I'm going to promote myself. Uh, I started Mm -hmm. a second podcast, Jessica, and you're not on it. And I feel bad about that. But Well, I can't be on it because you know me. Um, All this is, and it's as dumb as it sounds, is I bring someone on each episode. I just talk to them for 15 to 20 minutes. Um, And the catch is it's someone I've never met. I just have a web form online they fill out their name and when they can record and we work it out and then i talk to them so got a few episodes out new ones going up tomorrow but it's been fun um a couple people i've been able to meet in person and record in person some through skype calls i was gonna say it looked like that so how does that work so the way it's been promoted mostly is just through instagram in instagram man you think i'd learn how to talk after podcasting for literally thousands of hours by now but but no um so since i'm promoting it primarily through instagram um if people are just looking at uh instagram just casually and they're going through um, a lot of times they're just seeing stuff that's tagged from salt lake city and uh, that's how some people have found it It was like yeah i just saw you were local and i was looking through utah instagram stuff and it popped up and so that that's just been kind of one way and I think, I think naturally locals are probably a little bit quicker to respond anyway. But um, I know one of the people that I'll be interviewing this week, I don't know where they're from, but just based on the whole discussion on what time they want to record, they're in Pacific time zone. So they may be out your way. They could be California. I don't know. Um, but it's fun. The, the locals, like I sat down with them, uh, one at a grocery store or one at a park. And... I might be doing some more locals again this week. So, anyway, it's called Have We cool. Met, um, which is a stupid name because no, we haven't. Um, <laughs> but the, it, it's just the idea that I think people are interesting. I think almost everybody out there has something interesting to say. Their story is interesting. You don't have to be some sort of celebrity or expert on anything to have a good conversation. And I'm out to prove that. So, if anybody out there listening has never met me, just go to havewemet.net and fill out the form and let's get you on the show. You just need a phone nice. or a microphone. Either way, we can do it. So that's my plug for me. It it's is. Exciting. And if Good you just job. want to see pictures of my guests, 
for some reason. It's on Instagram, Have We Met Show. So That's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to peep on the people on the show. Um, well, that's it. That, that was fun. Thanks, Joe, for suggesting the topic again. Um, let's get some groovy game rooms out yeah. there. And still follow up. If you have suggestions that you're just screaming that we didn't touch on, like for adult coloring books or something like that, I don't know, whatever it might be, um, let us know. Also, please um, send me us photos of your rad game yes. room things because I want to see them. And that's it. I don't know if you want to see them. But Pinball I podcast them. at gmail.com or the Facebook page. Yes. Either of those things. You'll have to catch the Facebook ones. <laughs> You'll be back. <laughs> I will. I will bring you we'll back. See. So. Okay. You can try. I'm not a very persistent fellow, so it really is up to you. But anybody, <laughs> any, any, whoa, I still can't talk. Let's try it again. Anyway. Anyway, everybody out there, thanks for listening. Um, it's been fun. I, I legitimately feel re-energized on the show. I don't know about you, Jessica, but it's been fun. Yay. So, yeah, yeah. Feeling good. Let's keep it rolling. All right. All right. Thanks, yep. everybody. Thank thanks, Jeff. Bye. Later.